0: good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I'm back once again with your daily wisdom. But first, a notice from our beloved overseers. Today marks the fifth anniversary since our overseers diversified their financial portfolio by selling our true reality technology to Potreblet Corporation. Since then, we have seen higher speeds, less lag, and most importantly, Far fewer undesirables as we live our day-to-day lives in the realities of our choosing. Putra Black Corp. would like to remind everyone that anyone can jump back into true reality. You need only pay your subscription fees. And if you can't, well, you clearly are not working hard enough and so should consider becoming one of the hundreds of thousands of servers working day to day to keep our users content, fed, and, of course, clean. Because good hygiene makes for a good life. An excellent piece of advice we can all live by. Today, in celebration of the true reality purge, I would like to take a deep look into our history in our delightful world. Where reality is ours.
1: So you guys uh, all got copies of the books I uh, wrote out for you? Sure did. Yep. Uh, yeah. What and you... you all made characters? Yeah. No, that was fine. Uh, where did you find this anyway? You know how it is, man. You check one destroyed building, you checked them all. This one just had a it had a cool book in it. Oh. Okay. Okay, you know there's some pages missing, right? I don't oh, know. If I'm forgetting. sure it's fine. Okay, there's enough here that we can do a full game. Okay, yeah, no, that's. I mean, I haven't, I haven't played anything since it was unplugged, but yeah, that sounds good. no, no I think, uh, I think we're all gonna like this. This is gonna be uh, uh, familiar, and, and we don't use a screen. Like that's not how this works. No, you don't need a screen. Okay, no, we just, uh, just paper, pencil the way uh, old timey folk used to do it. Sure.
2: Um and did you guys did you guys manage to scavenge some dice or anything?
3: Uh yeah, actually I got uh got one out of a little container I ran across uh last week.
2: Okay. And uh what about what about Manny, right? What about you?
4: Uh managed to find uh scrabble a couple together from a bombed out uh building. Cool.
2: Awesome.
1: Uh I guess I guess we're ready then. Uh what do we do? How do we uh, alright, well, uh, everyone get your character sheets in front of you. Okay. And, um, and, uh, I'm gonna transport you to another world. Ready? Like, like you're plugging us in? Cause no, I wanna... no, oh. no. God, uh, I'm not dude, a It's just, yeah, it's that's... just paper and pencil. Okay. Okay. Alright, ready? Okay. Alright, you guys ready? Yes. Alright. Okay. You are awash in colors you have never imagined and will never be able to imagine again. Strands of the air around you flash by in a tie-dye streak, then darkness. You wake up from a deep slumber. You cannot tell how long you were asleep, and as you cast your memory further back, you cannot remember where you last went to sleep. But you're pretty sure it wasn't on a gray stone floor in a dusty, dark stone room with no doors or windows under the withering light of a single dying torch. You all wake up at the same time surrounded by strangers. Which is to say each other, the three of you. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so now you're at a point in the game where uh, there's nothing you particularly have to do, but uh, you might want to uh, start exploring and uh, and figuring out who uh, who these people are. Are we? Uh, I get. Are we tied up or? No, you are not tied up. Uh, you seem to have all of your uh, equipment, okay, uh, and and armor with you. Uh, from uh, that that you are used to having with you.
2: Okay, and and you wanted us to to, to like use character voices, right?
1: Yeah, uh, use your
2: voices, man. Okay, cool. Hmm. Um, I, I look over to my right. Uh, 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 Manny, what does your character look like?
4: My character is a dragonborn. Okay, uh, I look what what's a,
1: What's a dragonborn look like? Yeah, what what is that? He's
4: a 6'6", 295 pound, covered in skit, black scales, jade green eyes, horns on the head. Just does a he wingless, lo- bipedal dragon.
2: Okay, cool. So I look at this this... Human-sized dragon man, and I and uh, uh, let me know if you guys like this. Um, uh, hi, um, who are you? Uh, how's that sound? Does that sound all right? That's good. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh, hey, uh, do you know why we're here? No, I am unaware of where
4: we are.
3: Yeah, I'm what's sl- the-
4: slaying evil?
2: Who are you? Oh uh well, uh hi, I'm Twilight and uh yeah i uh, i play I play music and I act and I bring joy to the world and uh that's that's kind of what I'm about uh what's your name?
4: My name is Torin Gesh, and by Olympus, I will break out of here okay,
1: and what, what was that last part
4: by Olympus? olympus
2: okay uh and and who and i look i look over at the the other person uh who is is a what
3: uh he's a gnome uh kind of short three foot uh brown haired light brown skin um has sort of dusty clothing on um not real ostentatious or anything. Uh, nice nice little pack on his back, too. Um, okay. Looks up at uh, the two of you. Um, so, where exactly is here?
2: Uh, well, this looks like a room. And there are, there are stone everywhere. And no windows. So, I'm willing to bet that we are somewhere. So we're definitely somewhere. Yeah. Uh, what's your, I'm sorry, who are you? Well, my, my name's Fert. Fert. Yes, Furt. Uh, oh, with a, with a V. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Twilight. Uh, I'm a, a I'm a tiefling, as you can see. My tail and my horns. and uh, Yeah, that's about it. Nice to meet you. Creature of vile origins. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Really violent. Kinda racist. Can we... Listen. Listen, I am not in control of what my parents put me through and all that. I don't see why you gotta say that I'm part of vile origins. I... Okay. You're... Your- your name Torin, Okay. Yes. And I just kind of pout. It's a little bummed.
4: <laughs> when you've seen your clan torn apart by demons, you tend to have
2: biases. Okay, and I'm, I'm- I'm sure that's bad. Uh, but that's not me. I'm just saying, like, your mom had sex with a dragon, and I don't judge her. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. And somehow gave birth. Okay,
1: okay, and I like back away. Okay. You're getting to know each other, I think. So we have Twilight, the, uh, the tiefling uh, bard, wants to bring joy to the world. Mm. Uh, Terengesh, uh, the dragonborn paladin. And. Uh, uh, Vert, Vert, Vert Badigan. Vert Badigan. Is it Badigan or Badigan?
2: It, it's Badigan.
1: Vert Badigan, Badigan. okay. Uh, the halfling sorcerer. And you're all looking around talking to each other, trying not to kill each other. You are in a perfectly square gray stone room, and in the corner, high on the corner of one wall, is a dying torch. That seems to be the only thing in this room at all. No doors? No doors, no windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in fact, without that single torch, uh, no light source. Hmm. Um, I guess...
2: I... I, I guess, should should we keep that on? I, I, to be honest, all right. Um, I know I'm a creature of vile origins, not a huge fan of the dark. You know, I'm not scared, but, you know, I would like to be able to see the racist in front of me, if I'm being honest. And uh, I would like to cast a prestidigitation to, uh, I guess, light the torch. To that, Do I need a roll for that? How does that work? Uh, no, that'll work. Okay, cool. And what are, you, what are you doing to the torch? Uh, well, the torch is... It's a torch, and it's, like, almost out, right? Yeah, it seems so, to be dying out. So according to this thing, uh, this book he gave us, prestidigitation is a minor magical trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. And I can create one of the following magical effects within range, uh, in an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, like a shower of sparks, a puff of wind musical notes or an odd odor. Uh I can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire, which mm-hmm. is actually I won't go into all this other stuff, but I, I think I want to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's on. it's already lit, but it's it's going out, right? It's, can yeah, I, it's can dying I make the fire, out. It doesn't seem to be a very strong. Can form. I make the fire bigger? That's fine. Yeah. So I, I do I I uh oh I'm a bard. So I so I, so I you have to sing do, it. Do I have play, do play I have instrument. my stuff on me? Yeah. yeah you have all of your Okay <laughs> cool. So I take I take out a lute mm-hmm. uh and I put it in my arms and I'm kind of like nervously holding it. Uh and I go, all right, uh hmm. Ta-da! And I I I strum a, a gorgeous, gorgeous like C chord and the musical notes go over and I guess it makes the fire bigger. Yeah, no, that's fine.
1: Uh yeah, uh, the the fire on the torch flares up. Uh and now the whole room seems to be lit a bit more. Uh, and you all take the moment to look around and see, are we really trapped in a gray stone room? And you are. And, uh, in the darkest corner, farthest from the, uh, farthest from the torch, uh, you see the shape of a woman there. Um, she is, uh, she's kind of minding her own business, uh, and then just kind of notices that you noticed her and uh she uh, she has something in her hand. she tucks it into her decoutage, and then uh, turns to you and says, "Hello, and welcome to devil prison. Hold I put my hand hi, you do what, Taren? Oh dear?
4: I put my hand to my holy symbol, and I wish to cast divine sense, yeah, okay, divine sense. As an action, detect location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet, and I can also detect consecrated or deconsecrated
1: locations. Absolutely, and that's totally fine. Um, The room is not 60 feet across, so I I assume you want to know what this woman is. What this woman, and to get a feel for this place. Well, to give you an idea of what you're looking at, uh, she is hovering just off of the floor. She's a tall, voluptuous woman with rust-red skin and dark hair, Uh, folded bat wings extend from her shoulder blades, and two horns bend up and back on her head, then down to the side to match the length of her bob cut. Uh, She's wearing what looks like a blouse and a pencil skirt, if those things were made exclusively from leather straps that are parted to show midriff, cleavage, and leg. Uh, But, uh, strangely enough, as you cast Divine Sense, you do not sense uh, a celestial or a fiend uh, here in front of you. you you're not de- detecting uh, the presence of this woman at all. What are you? She says, I'm so glad you asked. I'm Debilica, and I will be your designated guide while you're in Master Portoblatt's personal demi-plane. Each of you are here because you trespassed against the Master in your own unique ways. You're all so special. And now you've earned the chance to slowly die of either starvation or dehydration. Twilight, It's your choice! <laughs>
2: Twilight is delighted. Twilight <laughs> thinks Dabilica is just absolutely wonderful. And Twilight goes over and goes, Hi! Nice to meet you! I'm Twilight. Uh, I'm a Bobard and I'm a tiefling and I think you're great. That's lovely that you think that. Yeah! Um... One question. Uh, you said that we apparently did something wrong to- What's the person's name? Master Portoblat. Master Portoblat. Uh, the thing is, I've never met someone named Master Portoblat, so I think there's been a huge and, like, you know, understandable misunderstanding,
1: as we can see some people have some prejudices against me being a tiefling. Not knowing why you're in Master demi demiplane can sometimes be- the real fun and mystery of Master Portoblatt's personal demiplane. You don't have to have ever met the archdevil at all. Sometimes you can encounter an agent of his he's connected with uh, psychically, or you can meet him while he's in disguise traveling the mortal realms and never know it. And when you've trespassed against him, poof, Who put you here, because he doesn't like people.
4: And tell me, vile floating creature. What is to keep me from
1: removing your head? Well, you are certainly welcome to try. However, uh, you will find that I am far more useful as your guide here in the demiplane. Master Porterblat has been using this demiplane as his personal prison colony for decades. And now that you're here, if you'd like to live slightly longer than whatever your lifespan is when you can't eat food or drink water... It might be useful to keep me around. Uh but we're in a we're in a room, right? I don't
2: I, I Vert no. How do we get out of here? That doesn't seem like it. she's gonna guide us around a room. There's not much to see here.
3: Well, something tells me that uh there, there may be some extra magic that's uh they're gonna get uh used here. Um Really, what I'm interested in knowing is where this uh, Portoblatt fella is, and can we talk to him about, well, whatever we
1: did. Oh, I'm sorry. That is a private company matter. The location of Master Portoblatt is something we don't openly discuss with our clients. Uh Oh. But we do hope you enjoy your slow death in Master Portoblatt's demiplane. So are we just going to be in this room? Where can you take us? Oh, I'm not going to take you anywhere. But you're our guide. Think of me more as observation, or maybe even as a supervisor. You see, I have to make sure that all three of you die a slow and grisly death, as towards the whims of Master Portoblat. So, if you could stay trapped in this dark stone room, uh, well, my day just got a lot easier. I wish to walk closer,
4: hand on hilt of sword, and try my hand at intimidating this
2: creature. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, hold on, did you, hold on wait, did you just describe that as your character? Did, did you just say did you just <laughs> all say that, that out loud? loud? I'm going to intimidate you. <laughs> By accident.
4: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Forgot to hit the off button. <laughs> <laughs> you have a voice modulator on whenever you play your character? Just... That's not important. What Do I roll? <laughs>
1: uh, right, yeah, uh, but yeah, roll uh, d20. Is what you get? It's the one that goes up to twenty. Two. Two. Uh, do you have a plus anything? I don't think that's going to matter in this instance. <laughs> uh, you you oh, yes. try to be uh, very intimidating as you approach uh, Dabilica, but uh, you don't see any any change in her her manner. She's still uh, fingers uh, steepled. She's smiling. Uh, in a way that's very very practiced, uh, but you can tell in her eyes that uh, it's not a real smile. But other than that, she doesn't react to your your attempt to look like you're going to attack her. Can
2: I persuade her to be more actively helpful towards us? You can try all kinds of things. I would like to roll persuasion. Sure. I guess, which mm-hmm. means I roll a D twenty die, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. got. A 10, but I have plus five, uh, because I'm proficient in it and my charisma stat, so that's a 15. Oh, uh, what are you gonna say to Dabilica? Uh, excuse me, Dabilica, hi, Twilight here. Um, yes. So here's the thing. You enjoy seeing people suffer. Oh, I you mean, seem like week. you're someone who really loves your job. Wouldn't <laughs> it be better to see people suffer? ...in a variety
1: of different ways? You know, that is a very lovely proposition.
2: And if you kept us in a room, well, you're just gonna see us starve and what
1: have you. And that seems boring, doesn't it? It's it's actually funny uh, you should mention that. I do love when the people around me are suffering. And it's good for payroll. So... I will tell you this, because you seem like you're such a lamb about the whole ordeal. You, you, don't, you don't seem nearly as distraught as some of the other parties I've brought in. Uh, you know, uh, they're D-flingy. I'll tell you, uh, there is a way out of this room. It's easier than you could ever imagine, as long as you understand that you're not on the mortal plane any longer. This is a demi-plane where the rules are constructed by Master Portablet. Okay. So, with that information... Uh, I leave it to you. And she stands, uh, she's not standing, but she's making the the same pose as though she were standing still. and you know, she's, like, hovering, like, bobbing up and down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she puts her hands, uh, just in front of herself, just very, just very casual. Very gently. And she, uh, she's waiting to see what you do. And she's got sort of an excited look on her face, like, oh, like, maybe they'll figure it out. Or, oh, they're gonna die.
2: Okay. I don't, I don't have any ideas...
1: Uh, do you guys? I want to take an action. Take an action, Terran. Dear. Take an action, Mr. Gesh. Paladin Gesh. In the teachings of my
4: master, if you can't think your way through it, fight your way through it. And I point myself towards a wall, and I charge with all my strength to try and
1: bust through this wall. Let's, roll, let's do a strength check on that. Are you going to run right into a stone wall? I'm going to try to run through the stone wall. That is... An excellent idea. All right. Roll, uh, uh, let's say that's athletics. That's a show of strength. So what do I roll? Uh, An athletics. Roll your d20 and then add your athletics modifier to it. 17 plus 5. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) You go careening, uh, shoulder down, head bent towards a stone wall. Just to add a little extra sauce to it, you try to run right through Dabilica as you do it. And you do. You do, in fact, go right through Dabilica. Uh, as, you, as you make contact with her, her uh, form wavers like uh, like the reflection on the, on the top of a lake. Uh, and you keep going forward, and you hit the corner right she was standing in front of, the corner farthest from that torch. And similarly, you go right through it. It wavers like an image on the top of a lake. You fall flat on your face, and uh, for for your, uh, for you two, he's gone.
2: Yeah. So, but as he falls flat on his face, and I see that he like somehow made it through the wall, mm-hmm. I would like the cast press the digitation to make like firework firework sparkles like shoot up, and I play doo doo. Like, on my loot.
1: You may do that. <laughs> you successfully <laughs> cast sparkles from your fingers to celebrate Terran Gesh leaving the room. We did it! Doo, 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 doo. Well done. Can you make a sound like a loot? <laughs> no, I mean exactly like a loot. Loot! <laughs> Is that- uh, fine. Is that right? <laughs> uh,
4: fine. <laughs> loot! God help me when I play
1: the pan flute. <laughs> 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 somehow without lips. Whatever lizards have for lips. Tarangash, you find yourself in complete darkness. Ow. But in the meantime, uh, let's return to our party. Uh, to the other two. To uh, Vert and Twilight.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, they
1: are in the room, and they see uh Debilic is standing there, and she's just very gently clapping her hands. Like a little quiet golf clap. A little, little bit of that. A little bit of that, action. Oh, it's great for the ASMR. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: uh, wow. What, what, what do you think? Well... Shall we try and go through the wall?
2: Uh, either that's the way out or that leads it off a cliff. But honestly, I am pretty bored with this room. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And Twilight just, like, starts skipping towards the wall and skips on through. Uh, much like, uh, oh, man, did you guys see... Uh, there? I, I saw... I found it. Uh, it was a DVD. It was about uh, a boy who, could, who had, like magic powers like twilight and in one scene he ran through a wall and found a train so maybe we'll see a train there i don't know Mm -hmm. i think it'd be real cool maybe it was called like the potter chronicles or something i don't know something like that and uh yeah uh twilight
1: skips through the wall you skip through the wall uh you meet no resistance as though there were nothing there at all
2: (laughs) i have powers (laughs)
1: <laughs> vert uh, follows after and uh, and then uh, debilica follows uh, vert out you hear a, a whooshing air noise and then uh, you you know that she's behind you uh even though you uh you can't see her you're in complete darkness
0: So, what do you think so far? Yes, the tale is an exciting one, isn't it? And remember, you are, of course, free to disagree with everything I've said so far. So long as you are open to being taken in the dead of night and locked away for an indeterminate amount of time. After all, we are a free country. And now, a message from our sponsors. Have you ever wanted to get something sent to your home quickly and effectively? Perhaps you are seeking some basic provisions like food or water. Do you need immediate access to our immense collection of literature featuring the laws of true reality and how to best serve the overseers? Or maybe you simply want to impulse buy one of Protroplet's many, many bits of DLC for true reality just consciously think it and we will deliver it right to you no questions asked amazon service to you no taxes for us
1: i have dark vision oh you total dark vision or um that yeah. like you can see in complete darkness
3: uh yeah
4: and I believe Dragonborn also have dark vision.
1: Because there's, I know there's a difference. I know there's low light vision and there's dark vision. Um, so I have dark vision as well. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> let's double check if that is like you need a small light source or you uh, need nothing.
3: Creature with dark vision can see in darkness as if the darkness were dim light. So mm-hmm. areas in the darkness are only lightly obscured as far as the creature is concerned.
2: Well then, the so yeah, so I think. Yeah. I think that means I can see in dim light as if it's 60 feet as if a bright light, and then cut that in half in dark light.
1: Okay, well, it's a, it's a good thing you guys uh, didn't need that torch, then. Yeah. Oh, I, you can't discern colors only in shades of gray. Right. Okay, so so in in dim grayness, but not complete darkness, uh, peering through the dim grayness, you see yourself surrounded by disused sets of armor. I was wrong. I do not have dark issues. You except for Terrangesh. What do you have, Low Light? Okay. Well, you are in complete darkness. Um the darkness. Uh but uh if you could see, you would know that you're surrounded by disused sets of armor. None of the armor seems to be of good quality. What isn't rusted is dissolved with age. Uh the weapons that the armor hold, uh like the swords and their spears, all have jagged, saw like brown edges.
2: Hey, are you guys seeing this? No. Yeah, this is kinda
1: Ah, oh, old and
4: cruddy. Is there a possibility I can like grab my holy
1: symbol and make it glow? Nope. You uh you have two very specific level one abilities. You can you can go into the previous room and grab the
2: torch though. Like you don't have to there's right. there a torch in that other room. You
1: can just Was there an
3: unlit torch in this room?
1: I wish to humbly stumble back into the room and grab the torch. You do. You walk back in, and you're a tall lizard boy, so you are able to uh, reach up and pull the torch out of its um, uh, whatever uh, they call it when you hold hold the torch in. You pull that out, and you have a torch with you. And I uh, go back. Okay. Yeah, you just
2: fwoom, fwoom,
1: back through. I was like, "All right, guys." Did so Dubilka just watch that? <laughs> yeah, Dabilka's is watching and just quietly listening and following along. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Taryn guest, you now see that you are in a room uh, with disused sets of armor. Uh, yada yada. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, the The armor seems to be in a in a straight line. Uh, none of it's facing you. It's all like sort of facing to your right. Is it leading like a, is it making a path? Um, no, it's making sort of a wall of of rusty armor in front of you. It worked once, maybe we should go through the armor. Ooh, go for it! And Twilight's like jumping up and down and clapping, clapping their hands like really excitedly. Uh, Dabilica also has an excited grin on her face when you suggest that.
4: So I wish to charge through the armors. Okay,
1: uh, give me a strength roll.
4: Eight plus five. Yep, yeah,
1: thirteen, you can call that when we do math. You, uh, yeah, you, do you do the same move? Like, you tackle a, a suit of armor? Just shoulder charge through. It works Shoulder once. charge through, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you tackle through the very first suit of armor the one right in front of you and it clatters to the ground as do a few behind it sort of like dominoing down and it makes a god-awful loud noise and for a while there's there's rusty dust or uh, or just rust we could call that just in the air and you, you're coughing and spewing it. Did I at least go through the wall? Oh, there was no. uh, You know, you went through uh, three suits of armor, and you are now in sort of like the middle of a square of a bunch of suits of armor. Uh, And as the dust settles, you realize there 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 are more armor in front of you, but maybe not, maybe not three more. You think you you might be able to see the end of this row now. And in the in the darkness outside of your field of vision, uh, you begin to hear uh, squeals uh, and grinds—the the sounds perhaps of rusty metal on rusty metal. It echoes through the chamber uh, from an indiscernible direction. Follow me, unwilling companions. Okay. You say from your post, like, hunched over, destroyed, rusty armor. <laughs> and you're like, this is the way!
2: <laughs> we are going to go ahead and follow.
1: Okay, yeah, you, you, follow, uh, you follow him through, uh, like, five or six steps until you are caught up with him. There, there's two more suits of armor in front of you. That you- you see if you could get through these two suits of armor, there seems to be some dead space past them.
2: Can- can- can you see any- whoa, whoa, hold on, what was that? Do you- do you have a dog? Did you find a
4: dog
1: somewhere? Holy
4: crap. Yeah, a couple. Good alarm system in this, uh, time we live in. A couple? How many dogs have you found? Exactly two. And you Uh... haven't eaten them? Why would I do that?
1: I mean, you know, yes. meat is meat. Man. Well, yeah,
2: but also, like, how did you tame them? Found I mean them but, when they were young. Well, Killed y- the okay, okay, yeah, but between like all those legs and the wings and just how did you, you know, it's neither here nor there. At some point, I need you to tell tell me
1: how you tamed your dog. Yeah, man, and like where we can all get dogs eat for days. Um. Oh, back back into yeah. The so gate. so yeah. Uh, let's 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 keep playing. Uh, suits of armor. You seem to be in the middle of, like, a column of suits of armor. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I, you could crash back through if you'd like, but there are definitely squeals of, of metal, uh, somewhere else in this chamber. Like, grinding? Yeah, grinding together. Some of this hardcore grinding up in here.
2: Hey, could you, uh, light up some of the area so we could see a little bit further? Uh, t- t- Tarin? Torin? Torin. Torrin? Torin Yeah. Can you... Can you swing that torch around and see if you can find anything? And uh, I, while, while they do that, could I get... Uh, uh, could, could I roll my perception? Yes, sure. Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, I want to see where that grinding is coming from. Okay. And with the light, that makes it dim light everywhere, and that means I see as if it's normal light up to 60 feet.
1: Up to 60 feet, yeah, yeah, you could see if there was something nearby. Okay. I got an 8 plus 2. 10? Uh, the, the squeal of metal uh, doesn't seem to be within your field of vision. Okay. Uh, and you can't tell uh, where it is coming from. It could be anywhere uh, within just outside 60 feet of you. But what you can tell is that this chamber is larger than 60 feet around. I'm going to go towards that sound. You can't tell the direction. Oh, it's like, because it's echoing. It's echoing. Yeah, it's all like... <laughs> like, I hope... Is that accurate? Okay. I guess. It seems machine-like.
4: I wish to casually keep going forward, torch held a lot.
1: What do you mean, casually go forward? What does that look like?
4: I don't you know. Mean like, are you going to continue just or? knocking over the... I'm not going to smash my way through. I'm just going to start knocking o- them over.
1: Okay. So, yeah, taking your time... To maybe, like, push them over carefully, maybe scoot them aside. It makes a god-awful noise as you just and push them
4: over. By the strength of my lord, I will fear no evil. Smash. Push.
1: As you declare this loudly and push these screeching armors aside, uh, you finally come to what looks like a hallway between uh, the column of armors you were in and and uh more of them it's 60 feet all around you now that the armor's out of your way you can see there's just armors, just rusty static uh suits of armor in either direction and you seem to be in a in a little hallway between them uh debilica oh yes dear i'm bored really like i'm not i'm not suffering I'm. i'm just bored oh oh trust me when the starvation sets in, you will be suffering quite nicely. But this is
2: boring. It was, we were in a room, it was gray, and it was stone everywhere, and that was boring.
1: And now we saw the armor, and that was exciting, but now it's just more armor. I'm bored. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Your loud friend is making this much more fun than you realize. I wish to
4: slay evil and smite darkness.
1: And as you yell that, as though ironic, or beckoned maybe from your need to be entertained, in the, in the darkness on either end of this hallway, uh, the screeching has grown louder, and you see these armors, rusty armors, actually moving towards you. Two columns of them on either side of you, marching towards you, or what looks like a march, but they all seem to be having trouble moving, and they are very slow creeping towards you with rusty weapons aloft. Ooh, they look friendly. Oh, I wouldn't worry about them. They're harmless. If anything, they're here to protect you. They approach you uh, on either side. Uh, what do you do?
2: Hi, I'm Twilight. Uh, my new best friend Abelka told me you're here to pr- for,
1: to help us. What's your name? The armor does not respond to you at all, uh, but it does get, uh, get right up next to you. With this rusty long sword in its hand. What's your armor class? A thirteen. Ooh, that's bad. Oh. <laughs> and it swings a rusty sword down onto you for for exactly one damage. Okay. And I <laughs> go, Ow What the What What the what?
2: Why would you do that? <laughs> By the strength of Olympus, I will destroy
4: you And I charge at it. Yeah,
1: admittedly that was not quite as intimidating as I would have hoped for. Uh, not from you, Gash. That was awesome. Uh, I wish so to yeah.
4: pull my sword and swing at it.
1: Yeah, swing at it. Swing away. You draw your long sword. What do I roll for that? Uh, you roll a D twenty. Nine plus five. Yep, that hits. What happens next? Uh, you swing your sword at it and roll your damage for the sword. One D ten. That's right. Do you add anything to that? Do I add anything for my, or 1d8 or
4: one d Are you swinging with two hands? Uh, I have my shield in the other, so one hand. One hand, 1d8. 1d8.
1: So yeah, one that goes up to eight. You got this. Nope, this is the right one. Got it. <laughs> What'd you get? Eight. Eight! Yeah, you smash that thing with your sword. Uh, you uh, you ch- take a big chunk out of its rusty uh, breastplate, revealing that there is in fact nothing inside. It looks very damaged. But is not, in fact, uh, going down. There's just a huge rend now through the middle of it down the diagonal. And with that, uh, yeah, you guys, we should probably roll initiative and uh, make this a proper battle now. And what's, well, how do we do that? Roll a d20. Okay. Add your Mm -hmm. initiative bonus. And we will start combat. Okay. What happens if it's a minus for initiative? Then you roll a d20 and then uh, add a minus to it. You subtract. Okay, I got a five.
3: Okay.
4: I Five. got a 13. 13.
1: I got a 6. 6? Six. Okay. okay. Well, uh, believe it or not, you guys are fine. What? <laughs> armor's got a 2. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so there are, there are 7 uh, armors all around you. 7? Sur- there are 7 of them, and then 1 damaged one. What the shit? Thanks to Gesh. And yeah, you're surrounded by, uh, by suits of rusty-ass armor. And uh, thirteen, uh, top of the round.
4: Does it take an action to switch weapons?
1: Uh, yes. I'm this gonna definitely. go ahead and say yes because I know what weapons you're holding.
4: Yes, so I will put away my sword and shield onto my back and bring out the halberd for the reach. No. Wait,
2: you're gonna you're gonna use your chance to attack to switch weapons instead of attacking?
1: I mean, you can. Yeah, totally what, are, what are
4: our positions? Am I between Twilight and Vert and the enemies? You're, or you're all are lined they up.
1: You're, you're lined up shoulder to shoulder. You are on the far left side. You've traveled the furthest distance from the room you were first in. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, so, uh, you know what? Instead, I will move to go between my allies and the armors. How far away from me are there, or can I start engaging uh,
1: no, there, there's one right next to you, Uh, but you said you just spent your action to switch weapons. Oh, okay, so, uh, yeah, I guess I'll switch weapons. Okay, cool. Vert?
3: I'm actually going to attack the damaged one with a fireball.
1: All right, give it a little fireball. Mm-hmm. Damaged one looks very damaged, like it's barely holding up. Uh,
3: that is a ten. Mm-hmm. To hit.
1: Uh, Fireball is saving throw. Gotta keep these hounds quiet.
3: It's just a ranged spell attack. Okay.
1: And you roll 10 for your spell attack. Yeah. That's going to be just fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, these things are not very, um, very good at anything, really.
3: <laughs> all right. then rolling up damage? Uh, yeah, roll that damage. I'm going to roll some damage, actually. I'm trying to figure out all these, these dice. I haven't seen them. Too. Oh, wow. That's an 8. 8 points.
1: 8 points damage? Mm. Great. Yeah, you, uh, you, uh, walk right up to this thing and just stick a, what, what do you use? How do you, how do you do magic?
3: Uh, it probably just emanates from my, uh, my hands. Um, whenever it, when I cast though, you'll see a slight sheen of, um, like very light blue scales sort of uh, manifest along the, the hands and arms.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so uh, a fringe of blue scales, mm-hmm. uh, forms down the backs of your hands and you Shadah! You shoot a little fireball, and the armor blasts apart, ripping a hole in their uh, their little lineup in front of you. Anyone? And then Twilight, uh, your turn. Did any of us notice that happen? Yeah, you all saw it. No, but the the scales on his hand. Did we see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys are like, oh, okay, okay. Magic happened. Cool... As far as you know, it's magic happened.
4: Cool. <laughs> I want to say Torin notices it, but chooses not to speak of it yet.
2: So, I would like to cast a spell that, is, that has a name that I will find. Uh, it's called uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter, Okay, I guess. Sure, sure. And according to this... Uh, okay, a creature of my choice that I can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if this spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, become incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Okay. At the end of each of its turns and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage in the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. All right. Uh, And it looks like it's a ranged ability.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, uh, there, but these it's armors just, are all kind of creeping up on you, though. It
2: says a creature of my choice, so I don't think that means more than one? Yeah, one target. Okay, so which one's closest? To, is the one that's more damage still really close to there you? There is one ten feet in front of you. That's not damage. The damage one just got blown to hell. It's gone. Okay, cool. It's I would dead. like to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on that one. Go ahead. Um, and it, you just have to make a wisdom saving throw. So you cash, cast Tasha's
1: laughter. I believe that takes one of your spell slots, or is uh, that a cantrip? It does. It uh-huh. takes one of your your level one spell slot. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for you, uh, you 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 play the song of of laughter and you make fun of this armor. Uh, what do you say to it? Just mock it? Oh no no no! That, that's not vicious mockery. It's Tasha's laughter. Yeah, well, will laugh at um, it.
2: So what I do is I tell it? it. I tell it like a really really bad joke. Okay. Like,
1: just the, like I'm really into like terrible puns. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the armor does not respond in any way.
2: Oh. it's like, ah, everyone's a critic. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Like, okay. like, maybe, maybe, like, two armors next to each other, like, look at each other and just kind of shrug, and then they just keep, uh, they keep, uh, on their march towards you. Alright.
2: <laughs> well, um, I, I really am only effective against, against creatures and things and people that have a sense of humor, so, uh, that's all I've got, folks. Uh, I'm going... Is there a place I can move to, like, get as far away from the group? Uh, you can't, kind
1: of, you're, uh... Are we surrounded, or we... You could be. Uh, the the way you came is still open. Cool, so I'm gonna back up in that direction away from... Okay, you hide between, uh, two suits of immobile armor. Yeah. And you notice that one of them's, like, kind of, like, it's head shaking, like it's trying to look at you, but just can't move anymore. Like, it's just too old. It's covered in rust, right? Yeah, man. It's just, you know, it's seen some stuff. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, so now the armors, uh, get to go. Uh, they, uh, they all take a step towards you guys. And... Uh, gesh, some armors are going to try to hit you. Let Uh, it try. Yeah, what is your AC? My armor class is 18. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so, uh, fine. Uh... Ooh, one of them's going to hit you.
3: Mm.
1: Ooh, not that one, though. Oh, not that one. All right, so four of them are all try- have all gotten within melee range of Gesh. And uh, they're all trying to hit him. But his armor is too thick, and his shield is too good. He's trying to hit him, and it's tink, 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 blink, blink. Or whatever sound this should make. Uh, so mm. one of them's going to hit you for three damage. Where would I put that at? Uh, to go to your uh your current hit points, and you're gonna subtract three. So I am at eight. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Vert, you're gonna get some attacks here. Okay. What is your armor class? Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. You're fine. Mm-hmm. And ooh, I'm gonna hit you. Oh no! So it swings a rusty sword down on you for oh goodness seven damage. Oh. What the shit! Oh it's... dear. And one of them's got like its shoulder joints like a little more lubricated than the others. It's a little bit of what's left. Uh, Twilight. One of them. One of them runs to you where you're trapped between the armors and he tries to poke at you with his little sword. What's your armor class? Thirteen. He will not, in fact, poke at you with his sword. You're gonna go, ha ha ha! You're too fast. Yeah. You're too fast for him.
2: Yeah, I start to like I I move like 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 uh in one of those like really ancient cartoons from mm-hmm. uh the the 1990s. And, like, only my torso moves side to side, mm-hmm. tries to poke. But, like, my, my, my head and my legs are in the same spot. And she's mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Ugh.
1: You see, it's, it's, good we, uh, it's good we remember those, because we thought only 90s kids would remember 90s movies. And now it's kind of up to us. Yeah, I think no. I found a
4: movie like that. Yeah, It was a guy with a green face. What was the name? I think it was called The Belt.
1: No, that doesn't sound... Was it The Suit? He did wear a yellow suit. Yeah, he's got a big yellow suit, right? It's the hat. Oh, the hat! The hat, the hat oh, I love yeah. The hat. Starring James Kyrie. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's a good time. Um, okay, is it my turn? Uh, uh, yeah, armors are all done. Uh, it is Gesh's turn. Oh, Gesh's top. Yeah, not you at all, in fact. I had to check. Mm. No, nope, it's back to Gesh. Your initiative roll. Oh, roll initiative? No, no, I said with, because you had a, a good oh, one. Okay. Not a good one, but the best one there is here. The best of the worst. Yeah. Alright, so there's uh, seven armors, and they all kind of
4: have dogpiled around you. Seeing that there are enemies made of metal, I wish to call upon my heritage and spit acid at one.
1: Whoa. Alright, yeah. Uh, So that's a dexterity saving throw? I can use my action to
4: exhale destructive energy. Mm -hmm. When I use it, each creature in the area of the exhalation must make a saving throw, the type of which is determined. The DC for this saving throw equals eight plus constitution modifier, plus proficiency bonus. A creature takes 2d6 damage on a failed save and half as much damage on a success- successful one. So I don't Sorry, think I, I f- have to roll anything. It's the armors who have to...
1: Who are not in a good spot for this, because if you haven't noticed, they're not the most agile. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I wish oh, to God.
4: spit acid at the armors.
1: Okay. Um Well, uh, the armors... Uh, Roll the one. So, uh, it's it's one target or multiple targets?
4: I think I can spray in a stream, so I'll go for multiple targets.
1: Okay. Let me say the armor's, uh, you you lined them up in just such a way, uh, so uh, do your damage.
4: I know, it just says, uh, on a failed save, they take 2d6 damage.
1: Yeah, so roll 2d6 then. No, no, that's a bolt. Okay. They rolled a one, so we're just going to say you hit, like, three of them.
4: Six and a two, so eight. Eight.
1: Fine. Yeah, so you got them all lined up, and you, uh, you sort of just hawk a big loogie up in the air, and then it just sprays down, and the, these rusty bastards just start
3: uh,
1: melting down in front of you. And how many? Three of them. Out of the seven? Out of the seven that are left, three of them just took eight damage.
2: Okay. Wait, no, no, no. We killed one
1: already, so there should be six left, right? No, there were eight originally. Oh, okay. oh, Math is hard for them. Yeah, you just... So does that take them out, or they're just No, they really They're, they're rusty, and uh, they're a little melty, but they're still up and waggling around. Not like the one you, you blew into chunks. Uh, which, speaking of which, it's Vert's turn.
3: Okay. Uh, Vert is going to cast Magic Missile. Going to target... Uh, so I get three darts. So yep. each of the ones that were just hit with the Acid Blast, I'm going to send one of those darts against them.
1: That sounds good. Yeah, you do not have to do uh, much damage to them, you can tell. Yeah. They're, they're just barely hanging on with their melty straps and belts and armor bits.
3: Uh, should I do... Uh, what's this? Uh, the D4, the little Pyramid one, right? That's the one. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: should I do three separate rolls or one roll? You want to do three separate rolls or want to do one roll? It's up to you. Um, you know, I'll do three separate rolls. Let's make it happen, L- Captain. L- L- L-
3: that's amazing. Okay, so that's <laughs> uh <laughs> three points of damage to one of them, five points to another, and five points for the last.
1: You see uh go what what is your uh, what is your fanfare for this for this magical spell because I can tell you it's going to be quite good.
3: Um I bring my hands together, I, I clap, I splay my fingers out, pointed uh, in the general direction of my targets, and I say, Now, you hit me, and I'm about to hit you, but not in the
1: pleasant way. Take this! And then, <laughs> <laughs> Not in the pleasant way. You know, the way I like, you know, people like to get hit. <laughs> uh,
3: and he just sort of. Shows his hands out, and uh, the three bolts
1: erupt. Your your three bolts of magic missile erupt out and crash right into the chest of each one and uh, send parts of them just scattered all over the floor behind you. Uh, And that goes to Twilight, then. Can I use a free action to talk? Yeah, anything within six seconds. Okay. Can we bullet time conversation? Because that sounds really dumb. <laughs> a round of combat is six seconds. So if it took you longer than six seconds but, to uh, say But if it's it, a free action, then that wouldn't... Like, I'm not going to make a speech. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? I just want to be like, uh, Debelica? Yes, darling? Was this was this part of your your plan, I guess? My plan was to leave you trapped in a dark room where I didn't have to do any work. You're the one who wanted to come here. No, that's fair. Um, uh, uh, uh Vert... Uh,
2: not in character, Vert. Mm. Uh, how much health do you have left?
3: Uh, Not much. I have one point, actually.
1: Oh, dear. Well, that <laughs> was lucky. Okay. <laughs> Very. You have uh, you have one suit of armor still trying to murder you. But, like, I can just run around it, right? You could run back to the room you came out of. Uh, the original room? Yeah, remember, you ran you know, between but... two suits of armor. You you ran back between, like, that column of armor that you had carved through. Or mm. the gash had carved through. mm so Twilight, you are you are between um, you between a hard place and in uh, okay, so and, and, a, I, and a wavery wall place. I have a question.
2: Go ahead, um, Manny. Does your character have any healing abilities?
4: Yes, he does. Okay, but I need to be able to touch you. Okay, well,
2: <laughs> we should talk about that. Can we, can we talk that's, about phrasing? That's a little bit of a and weird... Properly phrased. That was a weird... I need to lay on of hands. That doesn't make it better. That and somehow bless you. Makes, that... Okay. Mm. It's just... A mm. little bit. Little, All right. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I have a question. Mm. I can do a 15-foot a cube around myself. Sure. Is there more than one...
1: That you could hit. Robot? Yeah. Robot. <laughs> yeah, you could hit, you could probably hit three armors, Um, the one in front of you, and the, there's still two more in the lineup. And I, and I won't hurt anyone else? Uh, yeah, you're good. I would like
2: to cast Thunder Wave. Go ahead. It is a wave of thunderous force that sweeps out from me. It's appropriately named. Each creature in a 15-foot cube, and I assume that also means uh other rusted armors i guess if it uh, they are creatures in this sense uh must make a constitution saving throw mm-hmm. on a failed save a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from me on a successful save the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed away from me All right. in addition unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from me by the spell's effect and a spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Okay, there we go. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what uh, do, right. do you yeah. roll for this? Um,
1: or is it so auto-succeed? This is really cool.
2: Uh, there there uh, was this music back uh, in, like, the 1900s mm-hmm. uh, called Rock. Mm-hmm. And I guess back in the day, uh, a lute would be called an axe. Sure. And so I would like to take my Righteous Axe sure. and just hit a power cord on it Okay. and just like use that to make my Thunder Wave go.
1: Okay, you, uh, you strum your loot, your, your mighty axe, with all of the force of uh, any of the rock stars of legend. Uh, David Bowie, perhaps. Oh, David Bowie, yeah. Um, I'm a real
2: fan of Slash because the name's easy to remember. Yeah, Slash. Okay, you Ooh.
1: slash your axe through the air. By which we mean you play a lute, and the armors try to run from it, and they do not. Uh, so you uh, you strum, and a mighty blast of thunder erupts from your lute, uh, as though no, no, it were plugged no, into no, some kind no, of no, amplification no, no, no. system. Uh, the armor in front of you uh, and the two armors behind it take roll your damage. Oh man, this is awesome. I feel like that. I feel like that band, Actic. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or Soad. <laughs> Uh, it's a five plus. Oh, ten, ten plus. Oh, holy crap! The uh, all three of the armors uh, <laughs> shatter, just fall apart. They shake under the force, of your mighty vibrations, and they shatter. And all of the armors that were standing on either side of you, the 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 static ones, blast out to your left and to your right. Uh, and you're you're standing just amid a pile of broken metal. I did it. And rusty dust. Uh, I'm gonna cast Presidition... Digitation really quick and just have Spireworks shoot out from my fingers in celebration just like <laughs> I'll allow it <laughs> All right, and that means there is there's is exactly one armor left and uh, Dibilica says oh <laughs> Well, this is taking longer than, it, than I would have hoped But I'm suffering The armor uh, looks at Gesh and tries to swing <laughs> a mighty sword at him and oh my god is it sad <laughs> he, just, he just he tries to hit you with his sword and the, the rusty sword hits your shield and 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 just just dissolves. Okay. Uh and uh, gash uh, there's one armor left.
4: So I swing with my halberd. Yes, yeah, swing with that halberd.
1: Roll that damage. It's slashing. Slashing. Right, roll a d20, see if you hit. 10 plus 5, 15. Yeah, you hit. Finish it off.
4: 1d10. It's a 6.
1: Yeah. All right, well, uh my setup is, my setup's running out of power here, so I am going to go ahead and say that that worked, even though it really had to do a little more damage Wait, than that. How, how, much, how much energy do we have left? Can we can we finish it? Can I don't we, know. What, I think what we got to do is go out and brush the solar panel. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, let's just uh, just remember, what you guys are victorious. Yay, victory! Yay. What, what does Dabilica say? Uh, Dabilica, uh, she doesn't say anything. She, she gives you sort of like a, like a, a clap. But not uh-huh. like an excited clap, but like a, yeah, you did it, clap. All I want right. to look at her and roar. Alright, you, you roar at her. Roll to intimidate. This will be our last roll right before, I, uh, right before we die here.
2: Okay, hold on. Wait, wait. I want to see if I can make his roar more fun by using
1: Prestidigitation.
2: <laughs> I love this spell. It's just, there's you can, endless You things. can
1: add sparkles to his roar.
2: Wait, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can, yeah, I can create an instant. So, um, he- when he roars... I can make faint musical notes Mm -hmm. appear. It's a sensory effect. So Mm -hmm. I want him to roar out music.
1: Okay. 15 plus 4, so 19. 19. He roars, uh, and your prestidigitation adds to the the brilliance of it. He roars out a song. So uh, go ahead, sing us a song. Sing us out here. Sing us a song,
2: I'm the piano man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh no. Oh, no, wait, wait, the power's going. The power's going. Yeah, that's it. All right, no, All right.
1: No, remember, no. We are. meet back here at uh, designated time.
0: And there you have it, lovely listeners. A tale of woe, tragedy, immense drama, and the ultimate victory of our beloved overseers. Thanks to them, we can live our truths whenever and wherever we see fit. And we have plenty of people outside to brave, I mean, to travel all over under ashen skies and past creatures that were never human, all for us. Listeners, thank you for listening to our story. A rad storm is coming in today, so be sure to bunker up and fully charge your generators. A charge generator means you never leaving true reality. In the meantime, my lovely listeners, stay tuned for the delighted screams of interlopers who dared try to hack into our true realities. Thank you, and keep living your truth.